0: ki uh, Shlishi Loi Adoimi You shall not despise the Edomites Those are the people that come from Edoim The descendants of Esau Ki Ochichahu Because he is your brother Loi Sisaev Mitzri Do not despise the Mitzri the Egyptian Ki Geir Arzoi For you lived in his land while the Jews were in Eretz Mitzrayim so Rashi says don't despise the Edomites, says Rashi, we don't mean here uh, not to uh, despise him uh, at all, but Legamri, you can't despise him totally because as we will see in the next Pesach that a little bit he is despised, but you don't totally despise him because for the first two generations he is actually despised. So the meaning of is to be understood that he cannot be despised totally. That's the Gamri. Rashi continues, Although it is fitting for you to despise him because he went out with a sword against you, that's when the Jews wanted to go into Eretz Yisrael the Edomites did not allow the Jews to go in and they went out with a sword against them. Still, the Pusik says, Lois doimi because he is your brother. Further, Rashi says, Mitzri Also, don't despise the Egyptian. Again, here too, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't despise him at all, because he is despised a little bit. So therefore we taich, we translate Mitzri Mikol vikol. don't totally despise him only a little bit despise him, only for the first two generations and here too Rashi says although they would throw the firstborn, the Jewish firstborn into the river as we know this was the decree of Pharaoh to throw all the Jewish firstborns into the river so despite that you still should not Totally despise them, and the reason is my matam. What's the reason? Shohayu Lochem achsanu for they provided for you a place to stay b'shashat Khak, and the time of your need. And therefore the pasuk continues lefichach, and therefore the pasuk continues in pasuk tes bonim asher lohem those children. That will be born to them, Dersh the third generation, Yavoy Lohem Bichal Hashem, can come to them into the community of God, meaning that they can get married to uh, Jewish uh, people, the third generation of the Adamite and of the Egyptian. Boni Mashari, dershlishi, says Rashi. Um, that but the other nations uh, not the Egyptians and not Edomites uh, they are permitted to marry into the Jewish community as soon as they convert but they don't have to wait uh, three generations after their conversion to join the Jewish people says Rashi this teaches you you learn from here one who Causes a person to sin It's more difficult to him, to the person Than one who would actually physically kill him The reason why it's worse If a person makes you sin Than if he physically kills you For one who kills you Only kills you in this world but v'hamakhtiyoy, one who causes somebody else to sin, min he takes him out of this world, un min and from the world to come. How do we see this from here? L'fikoch, therefore. Edoim Edoim, the Edomites that came across the Jews with the sword, still lo'initav, he wasn't totally... Despised After three generations, he's okay. V'chein Mitzrayim, also the Egyptians who shetavum, uh, that drowned the Jewish children and they killed them. They too are not totally despised because after three generations, but the third generations, they are permitted to marry to the Jewish community. They Lusha nitavu. But these that caused them to sin, they were despised totally. And this is the... Uh, the the reason why those nations as we learned before Amoinmoyov uh they were not allowed to come into the Jewish community at all. when a your camp, when a camp of you goes out over your enemies, and you must be very careful Mikoil Dovarov from any bad thing. And Rashi explains, When you go out, you should be careful. So Rashi explains, a person should always be careful from koil from every bad thing. But the parsik emphasizes over here that when you go out to war, when your camp goes out—a camp meaning a camp of war—goes out over your enemy, because shahasotan mekatreg because. The satan criticizes and tries to find fault in the time that you're in danger already. In other words, that the prosecutor, the satan, can take advantage of the time of danger in which you are t- having war to try to find something bad about you and therefore cause Hashem uh, to uh, perhaps... Uh, not help you so much and therefore he tells you that you must be extra careful at the time that you go out to war if there will be amongst you a person who is not clean because so then he shall go outside of the camp he should not come inside the camp and Rashi comments mikra Layla that Diber HaKosuv Behoiveh, the Posik was talking in the uh, things, the commonly occurring things, and usually the mikra Layla is a mikra Layla but the same halachas would apply if it was during the daytime Vyotsa El Michuts Machana, he should go outside of the camp says Rashi, Zu Mitzvah this is the positive uh, mitzvah. and then it says this is the prohibition it is prohibited to go into the Levite camp and of course one this one who is not clean is not permitted to enter the camp of the base and it will be towards the evening he shall bathe in water, that's going to the mikveh, and after the sun sets, that's when night time comes, he can come to inside of the camp, should be towards the evening, close to the sun setting, then he should immerse himself, shemesh, because in order to become pure uh, he must wait for the sun to set without sunset he doesn't become clean so therefore the uh, going to the mikvah is not important until close to the sunset so that when the sun he will be clean Pasik yudgimo. Yod in this place means a designated place. You should have a special place that should be to you outside of the camp. And you should go there outside. Uh, That place that we're talking about that is designated, that's for a person to do his needs that there should be a designated place Outside, the Yod Tia Lcha says Rashi Kedar as the uh, Targum translates it, the Asar and a place. Kimoi, this is similar to what we have the word Yod in Bamidbar Beis Yud Zayin, which says Ish Al Yodoi, a man, each man in his place. So we see the word yad there, meaning place. So here v'yad tielacha means there should be a place to you, outside of the camp. says Rashi. What does this mean? That is chutz That means outside of the cloud. There was a cloud that surrounded the camp. So this designated place that people used uh, to do their needs was supposed to be outside of the cloud. The Yaseit. the yosaid is a stake or a shovel. Tia uh, should be to you al aze necha. In addition to your other weapons, meaning other tools that you have with you, you should have this stake and this shovel. And what you should you do with it? chutz, and when you are sitting outside, meaning when you go do your needs outside, uh, as we learned in the previous posik. So you shall dig with that shovel, اسصح, and you should cover your excrement. <laughs> on your uh, other tools, other weapons. So Rashi says, Al does mean on top, but it means levad. Besides, Mishar from the other vessels that you use, you have other tools that you use, you should also keep this Yoseid, you should also keep this stake, this shovel. Rashi, Klei like your weapons. These are all the tools that the person carries with them. Pasuk Ki Hashem machanecha. Because God, your God, goes along with you in m- amongst your camp, lahatzilcha <speaking in Hebrew> to save you, ve'losi <speaking in Hebrew> and to give your enemies before you. And therefore, because Hashem is with you, <speaking in Hebrew> then your camp needs to be holy, ve'lo yirev ervas and shall be nothing unseemly, not proper and then he will turn away from you. Rashi V'lo and V'lo shall not see in you. But this is talking about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Hashem should not see ervas, dovar, uh, things that are unseemingly that are not nice and then he will turn away. Chaz v'shalom. tes zayin. Loi sasgir eved el adonov. You cannot deliver or close in a servant to his masters. Asher yinotzel meim adonov. If he's trying to save himself by you from his master. Loi sasgir eved kitagumay the Targum Unculus uh, translate that we're talking about an Eved Amimim, that means that a Jewish servant who has been sold to a Gentile and he escaped the Gentile master, so then you are not to turn him in and bring him back to his master Davar Achar, another interpretation that what we're talking about here of not turning in a slave to his master is even a Canaanite slave a non-Jewish slave that belongs to a other Jewish person but he escaped he ran away from outside of Eretz Yisrael to Eretz Yisrael so over there there's a prohibition against giving the Eretz back to his master who lives outside of Eretz Yisrael this is how important actually Eretz Yisrael is so if this slave runs away from a master, a Jewish master, a goisha slave runs away from a Jewish master who lives in Eretz Yisrael, then you should return him but if he runs away from a Jewish master who lives outside of Eretz Yisrael, then there is a prohibition against turning him in and sending him back to his Jewish master who lives outside of Eretz Yisra. Zayin <inaudible> Yeshev But rather he should sit with you amongst you Bamokoim Asher In the place that he chooses Ba'achad In one of your gates in one of your cities Where it is good for him Lo'y You shall not oppress him Hosik Yud Ches Loisia Kedesha Mibnei Yisrael. No kodesh, Mibnei Yisrael. There should be no Kedesha from daughters of Israel. V'Lo Yiyeh Kodesh Mibnei Israel. There shall be no Kodesh from the uh, sons of Israel. Loitiyah Kedeshes says Rashi Mufkeres Mukodeshes Umezumenes Leznus. V'Lo Yiyeh Kodesh Mezuman LeMishkav. Zachar. Unkilus Tirgin, Loy Tehei Itzo Mibnas Yisrael, Legever Avdo. That the Loytia Kadesha Mibnas Yisrael means that a woman, a Jewish woman, should not uh, marry to a man a slave. And this too fits in with the uh, normal, the usual, the other translation, the word Kidesha. Because she'avzu mufkeres lib'ilas znusi. Because this too, this uh, woman who is getting married to a slave, is also uh, for a bi'ilas Ma'achar kidushin... Since the Kiddushin, the betrothal of the Eved does not really take hold on her, Because the Eved has been equated to a donkey, and of course there is no Kiddushin to a donkey, there is no Kiddushin to the Eved. Where do we see that um, an Eved has been compared to a donkey? Because in the Pasuk, in Breshis, Chobay's Pasuk Hay, it says there that when Abraham was telling the two, may, the two servants, uh, Eliezer and Yishmael, who both had the status of slaves, he told them, poi im mm-hmm. You sit here with the, the donkey, and um, and I will go with uh, Yitzchok uh, to the Arkada." So he used the language, "You sit here." Im with the donkey, versus Es with the donkey. So the Im is understood as Am HaDoim lechamir. It's a nation, a slave nation is compared to a donkey. And therefore, they have the same status as a donkey. So it means that this woman, who uh, is the Jewish woman, is marrying a slave, isn't really married to him because there is no uh, kiddushin, there is no betrothal applicable, and therefore uh, since she is not betrothed, she's not really married to him so she is Mufker for Abilo and that's why she is, would be called a kadesha. and the second part of the pasuk when it says, V'lo the pasuk when it says she translates as V'lo Yisrael Itza that are male Man of the East, sons of Israel should not marry a woman who is a maidservant. Because he too is considered to be Kodesh through her, through his relationship with her. Because his kidushin do not take hold in her either. Prosecute test. Uh, you shall not bring the the fee, the pay, that you pay for a Zoino, or umekhir kelev, or the exchange of a dog that you received as an exchange for a dog. based Hashem to the house of God, your God, to bring it to Hashem as a sacrifice. If the... Uh, the sacrifice comes as a gift of a Zoina and an exchange of a dog, then you don't bring it. lechol Nedar for any vow, if you promise to bring it. Hashem lekecha because it's abomination to God your God. Gam shneim. Both of them. Both of these uh, both of these things mentioned here, the Estan Zoina and the Makir Esnan Zoyna says Rashi if he gave her a sheep as her pay that would be unfit to be used as a sacrifice says Rashi if he won't exchange the dog for a lamb so this lamb is unfit for a sacrifice Gam so what is the extra word gam, also both of them? This is lerabbos, this comes to include Yehem, their changes. If the gift that was received from the zoynah or the exchange of the kelev uh, later on changes its form, that too would not be permissible to be brought to, uh, to Beis Hashem to the Mizbeach as a sacrifice. Keep going. For example, if the gift was chitim, was wheat, v'ason, soyless. And then he made them into flour. So he changed it, so it's not uh, the obvious gift itself, what he received. But with the change, that too would be prohibited to bring as a gift. Pasik chaf. loi sashich leachicha, Do not give interest to your brother. Whether it is neshech kesef, whether it's interest, interest, such as money, or Neshech oichel, or you give him interest by giving him food, or Neshech Koldover, or you give him interest of any other item, Asher Yishach, for which interest is normally taken. So basically, you can't give interest, which means you can't pay more than the actual loan, no matter what type of way, or what the interest consists of. So, Rashi lo isashich, Rashi says, Azhara, this warning that the Torah prohibits here, is l'loyveh, this is talking about the borrower, that the borrower is not permitted, in that he should not give the interest, to the uh... to the lender so there is a prohibition not only on the lender not taking uh... interest but it is a prohibition against the borrower the one who borrows the money to give interest kach, and afterwards there is also al nazhora Lamalva, there is a warning for the lender this is actually not afterwards because this is vayikrach Pay Lamad but there is a warning for the lender as loy loy Your money you shall not give to him for interest. So we have a prohibition against the lender that he cannot lend money and take interest, and we have also a prohibition to the borrower that he is not permitted to borrow money and then pay interest. Pasik to the stranger to the non-jew you are permitted to give interest but but to your Lois you are not permitted to give interest pay interest so as God your God will bless you in everything you send your hands meaning in all your endeavors on the land did you come there to inherit you shall pay interest, you may pay interest to the non-Jew, to the stranger. So this implies, the also but not to your brother. So now, we know already from this that your brothers, you're not allowed to. Just from the fact that it says that to a stranger you are allowed to. So a prohibition which is derived from a positive, uh, like in this case, it says you lend, you pay interest to the goy, but not your brother, that becomes an essa. so that there is a positive mitzvah that you uh, transgress if you borrow your brother to your brother and pay him interest. If you borrow from your brother and pay him interest. So, therefore, now in total we have like this. We transgress true prohibitions. Because in Pasik Chav previously, we already said the prohibition of loy sashik not to give interest to your brother, not to pay interest to your brother. In this Pasik Aleph, after the word l'anachri sashik, there's explicitly says uloachicha loy sashik, that's another prohibition. And from the positive that you do uh, are, are allowed to, you should take interest from the Goy, we learn out, but not to your brother. And this is an Esa. So that's why one who gives interest to a Jewish person, if you borrow from a Jewish person, that pays him interest, is over, bishnei lavin b'esa, on two prohibitions and one positive mitzvah. Pasuk Kisidor neder la Hashem When you make a vow to Hashem your God And you promise That you will do Something uh, And basically We're talking about bringing a sacrifice To the Mizbeach Lo l'shalmoi Do not delay in paying it In other words, fulfilling your vow Kidorish yidreshenu Hashem for God, your God will demand it. Me'imach from you. Because you promised and you have to pay. And it will be counted as a sin for you. Pasik Gimel. dal linder. If you will refrain from making vows, Then there will be no sin to you. If you didn't vow, then you don't have to fulfill. Pasik Chav Dalet. What comes out of your lip, you must keep. As you have vowed to God, your God, as a gift. Uh, again, this is talking about the gift of the Karbonis, the dibarto Nidova. That you have spoken in your mouth. What comes out of your lip, you should guard and do. So even though we already said before that when you make a vow, that there's already a, a command not to delay, this is to give a positive uh, uh, mitzvah, a positive command on top of the prohibition which is already mentioned before.